cloud. Perfect. Okay, hello friends and welcome to Echabura Members Shiur. Tonight we have with us a very special person, Rab Hanan Benayahu, who will be discussing the differences and similarities between the Sidur of Sadia Gaon and Harambam. Uh, this year will also serve as an introduction to the upcoming member series starting next program titled Knowing and Navigating the Sidur. Rav Hanan is a world expert in the history, the halakha, and development of the tefillah, and served as the editor for the Koran Sidurim and Mahzurim. And aside from organizing them, he is responsible for all the brilliant pirushim, the explanations of the minagim and halakhot that were included in them. And um, aside from this, uh, aside for this, uh, Rav Hanan is the director of the Keilot Israel Institute, um, which, from what I understand, is an initiative bringing to life the Masoret of Knesset Yisrael. Um, as many of you might remember, last year we had Rav Hananan with us and we explored the evolution of the Sephardi prayer and liturgy, which was a very popular shiur. So for those who missed that, I highly recommend going back and giving that shiur a listen. Um, as you see, there is no better person to take us on this journey than Rav Hanan. Uh, with that said, tonight is also special as it is our last member shiur for the year. <laughs> Uh, after this, we have a public shoot on Wednesday, a few public Sunday specials, and then we are done. So make sure to renew your membership, and we hope to see you fresh for the coming year. Uh, this shoot is being recorded and will be available after on our website for members. Uh, please, please raise your hand if you have questions. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for coming, and a special thank you to Rav Hanan. It is a privilege to have you with us, and the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for the introduction. Um, so I think we'll uh, get we'll uh, start uh, right away uh, with an introduction to Sudo of Sadia and uh, also Rambam. I'm sorry due to uh, problems with connections. I'm trying to up download from another computer to show a few things I wanted to share. I hope it will be uh, uh, it will be available in uh, momentarily. Okay, so let's start a little bit. I think we spoke about it last time about the uh, different uh, the the evolution of the sidu. We have to remember that basically the sidu is something that we did not have a lot about it in the Mishnah on the Gemara. Very few bits here and there that gives us uh, you know a little bit about Berkot Hashachar, Berkot Keachma, Filat Amida, but not in a real organized fashion or in an organized way. And uh, also very interesting is that different uh, fragments from Talmud or Mishnah that uh, survived in different, uh, from different communities, uh, the Nusach is a little bit different. So one of the most popular uh, questions that the Geonim gets in the uh, Gniza, especially in a certain point, is uh, questions that has to do with the, uh, with the, uh, with the Sidut Fila. With uh, with what are we saying in the tefillot and how are the tefillot are being uh, said and what is the um, what is the order of tefillah which tefillah is right to say or which is not right to say etc etc. One of the most uh, significant uh, rabbis or really uh, one of a kind is Rav Sadia Gaon. Rav Sadia Gaon was uh, born in uh, the year 942. Uh, he was in, uh, born in Egypt in a place that is called uh, Fayum, uh, in, in Dilach, but his family came from a place that's called Fayum. That's why his Rav Saadia Fayumi, uh, that's how it's called. Um, just a second, sorry, I'm just going to open the Zoom in the other computer that I can share with you. Um, uh, some uh, sources I wanted to show. 
Um, the unique thing about Avsadia Gaon is that really he was uh, one of the people that really traveled across uh, the country, uh, across the old world, meaning to say the old Jewish world uh, from uh, Egypt to to Babel, and then in the end he became a Gaon there, the Gaon of Yeshivat Sua. Um, and we won't focus on that because he was a very, very col- colorful uh, unique Chacham, which had, uh, he was a philosopher, was a mathematician, a- any kind of uh, education and knowledge he was uh, after. Um, um, so really that was, uh, he was uh, really something uh, unique and uh, and uh, a special uh, Chacham that we had. And he brought into uh, our culture, math, science, many things that he opened the, the, uh, the door to. And he basically um, worked with any type of uh, Jewish, uh, any type of Jewish material, halacha, gemara, mishnah, lashon, anything, any, really everything. Poetry, he wrote a lot of poems. Uh, he had a lot of uh, debates with the Karaites back in the day. Uh, some, uh, some scholars, the uh, uh, Orthodox uh, Jewry uh, thrived in the, uh, and, uh, and uh, the Karaites uh, went almost extinct in, the, in a certain point uh, in history. Um, Okay, so with no more uh, introductions about of Saadia, uh, we'll a little bit I'll speak about a Sidur of his. So the Sidur of Saadia Kaon is basically built as a Sidur, as a Shelot, as, as a, as a, uh, um, a Chibu of a Chacham that probably people asked him about the Sidur, like in Rav Natunai Gaon that was asked, but Rav Saadia Gaon is uh, writing it more as a, um, Excuse me for a second. Yeah, he writes it more as a um, as a uh, as a chibu uh, within itself. Okay, so let's start a little bit. I'm going to try and share now. Um, I'm going to share from the other computer again. Excuse me for the mess here. Um, a little bit from the Sidu of Sadia and go on, and then we'll can we'll be able to. Can you see it on the screen? No. No. Wait a second. Let's see again. Do share. Now we see it. Okay. Yofi Mitsuyan. Okay, so we have here the Sidu of Rav Saadia Gaon. We'll see that it was, uh, just going to make it a little bit, yeah, better to uh, watch it like this. Um, Sidu of Rav Saadia Gaon was uh, first uh, published only in the, only in the, um, in the late, uh, in the beginning of the 60s in uh, Israel by, uh, or, or actually the late 50s and then in another Hotza'ah in the 60s, 
by three scholars. One was Simcha Asaf, one was Israel Davidson, and Issachar Yoel. Simcha Asaf was a very famous rabbi and scholar and also was a, one of the uh, Israel's first uh, Supreme Court judges, a very interesting figure. Davidson was a, was a uh, researcher of uh, Shira and Piyut. And Issachar Yoel, if I am not mistaken, was a, a scholar of uh, Arabic. So they actually went through Geniza Fragments and through a, a manuscript that's called Huntington 488. And the manuscript of Huntington 488 is basically the well-known Sidur of Saadia Gaon we have today. Okay, I'm going to just move ahead. All right. So besides, besides what they found in the Geniza, um, they saw, there is there the the research says that it was a very very well distributed. Uh, there's a lot of different fragments of uh, of Seder of Gaon until the 13th century. Like all the old Karaganese fragments, they could find from different uh, periods of time Sidu of Sadia Gaon, and especially from the uh, till the 13th century. Then there's a little bit of decline because of other sidurim that are like uh, sidur Rabbi uh, Rashban and other sidurim that are uh, became uh, more popular. And uh, because it was so well distributed and so much used, then you find only very few, like very um, scattered fragments all over the place, but not like a codex because it was used. So leaves of the book fell again and again, and then it was accumulated in the Gniza as a separate uh, sheets. Uh, there was a whole debate whether the Sidur of Saadia Gaon is more Babylonian, Eretz Israel, but today we know uh, for, for, uh, for certain, for sure, that this uh, is, is basically a Babylonian Sidur, Sidur Shel Bavli, Lefia Masoret Bavli, according to the Babylonian tradition, which is very different from the Nusach in Eretz Israel, but has its unique point. The R is, like we said before, that Rav Sadi Gaon traveled uh, between, uh, traveled from Egypt to the land in Israel and then to Babel, so he really knew the different customs. So therefore, his uh, Sidu has a unique richness that you don't find necessarily in other uh, Sidurim. Rav Saadia Gaon, I think we should start uh, reading a little bit from his uh, from uh, from the Sidu, and let's start with the uh, let's start with the introduction. Why, why he wrote the uh, the Sidu? Can you see that on the uh, on your screens? Um, I see the beginning page. Sefer Kovetz Now I see it. Yes. Yeah, okay. So you see, um, he writes the introduction why he wrote the uh, Sefer. So I'm reading it out loud. Elohim, Israel. Let me put it uh, bigger. I'm sorry, I'm just navigating between two computers. Uh, since it's not written in the Torah, what we should say in the uh, in the tefillah. Uh, basically, Hashem uh, did not give us everything in the Torah, but 
he made it that in a way that uh, we had it to have uh, the tradition carry on through our uh, uh, prophets or sages. Um, go down a little bit. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he says, so even though there's like bits and pieces of the tefillah in the Torah, it's not a whole uh, codex. Now, let's continue on. And then the, the Rav Saadia says, if you can see the hand I'm putting here on the screen, uh, he wrote the, the, the following, There were basically two types of Sidurim back in the day. One for the time that we are in our own country, and one for the time of the Galut. Meaning to say in the times of the Galut. And to write them down in order that people will actually have the Sidur in front of them. And now he brings us the interesting stuff. He says there's three things that are happening now. One is that um, there, there, are either three, there are three things. One, that people neglect important tefillot. Uh, One is the, the second thing is that people add tefillot that they should be adding maybe. And the other one is that they, uh, they omit things that they should be saying. Meaning to say that they either people will either get to a point that they uh, forget uh, important filot or that they putting the things that are not so important as the important things. In those three, in the places that I went through, meaning Eretz Israel, Mitzrayim, Bavel, I saw one of these uh, three things that happens. Meaning to say, and then I decided that this is the time to make a, to organize it and to stop the, the mistake. Like a part of our tradition is really erased, besides by the Yechides Kula, by the, uh, our maybe the scholars or really special people that took the effort to, to gather them. The idea and what is the meaning of each Tfilah, some of them was already completely forgotten or changed and uh, wore a different form, and then it's, it's not the, the original thing that our sages uh, gave us. So the first thing I do is that I tried to um, to get in this uh, all the filot and, and the brachot that they has they have a source that they are the, the important ones and uh, and uh, I gathered them here. That, and then I made it into a sidu. I don't know, maybe I, I didn't think about it, but maybe this is the first time that uh, we see uh, one of our sages give it the name of the, the, the book of prayers, the, the word sidu, meaning to say, organ, organization, organized. 
והוסיף להם מה ששמעתי שנוסף בהם או נשמט מהם, לפי ראות עיני אחדים העושים על דעת עצמם, אנשי כפר או עיר או פלך או ארץ, and here he says, but I am going to add to that different מנהגים or things that people are, are, uh, are putting in the סידור, ומה שמבטל את הכוונה היסודית, אסרתי לומר, and there's stuff, there's certain things that I said you should not be saying that, because it's already uh, omitting the real or, or canceling the real kavana of that specific prayer, and we'll see some, uh, we'll see some um, examples for that. ומה שאינו מבטל אותה, האירוטי בכל זאת שאין בו עיקר מהמסורה. But I, I, I wrote that this is not some parts of the, of what in the Sidu is not the main part of it. It's, it's, it's an addition, it's nice, you can say it maybe, but it's not the Ikar. ואצרף לזה תיאור כיצד מקיימים את המצוות שחייבים בהם בכל תקופה. He says that also I'm going to write about my mitzvot, like basically I'm going to give a, a whole, uh, a whole uh, introduction and a survey of what is the different things that people say, all the liturgic stuff, meaning in ברכת המזון, ברית מילה, פדיון הבן, נישואין, all these things, uh, וכולי. Now, I wanna, I wanna stop on this one. You see, uketosefet, you see the words uketosefet avit abakasha? He writes that besides what he uh, wrote as a sidu, besides what we have to say uh, as a part of the sidu, as a part of the tefillah, avit abakasha hayafa vatushbacha hareuya, shimtza otan aeved im beeze yom u rotze litkarev bahem lirabo kedevar shel reshut. So I'm gonna bring here special prayers. Special prayers that are bakashot, and this is something that Rav Se'adia maybe was a, even the person who invented this thing, which is basically a prayer that a person staying in a private way, it's not a part of a tefillah of a tzibur, it's not a part of something that you must say, but it's a, 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 a prayer that is written in a very beautiful language. And an understandable language is not like uh, the pew team of Kali or Yanai or other ancient poets or Pinchas and others, but it's written in a really beautifully way, and we'll see a little bit these. Why did he bring it in a sidu? meaning to say the person that is Hashem's servant. If one, if a person one day wants to get closer to Hashem, he has some problems, he's uh, on the contrary, he's very happy, whatever it is, for whatever reason, a person wants to get closer to Hashem, to pray, to have a spiritual experience, then he wrote it also in the Sidu. And we'll, we'll maybe say uh, a few words on that uh, in the following minutes. ובכל מה שנכלל בשער הזה לא יקבל עליי להביא ראייה על החיוב בו מן הכתוב ולא לתת הוכחה על פירושו. Meaning to say, but I'm not going to bring you all the, you know, how did I get to the fact that this is a חובה to say, etc. You'll have to trust me. This is not the place for me to, uh, to write what are the sources for all of these uh, things. רוצה לומר מה שבמשנה ובתלמוד וכולי. אוקיי. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to continue reading from that, but uh, I, uh, y- you can see, you can download this Siddur of Sadiq on from, uh, it's online, so on Otsar Chuma, but also in, uh, online, you can uh, really download that, and I highly recommend. Um, 
I would start now, I would like to start a little bit about uh, the, tefilot atzma, the, the tefilot themselves in uh, Sidur Rav Se'ad Yagon. If there's any questions or something's not clear, please feel free. And there's no problem to, uh, to stop in the middle and uh, explain. So one of the interesting things that we see in Sidur Rav Se'ad Yagon is that basically he um, separates... If we start with the, we'll start with the sidu. He separates between different categories. It's not a sidu like you would pick up today and pray that you start with. It starts with berkot shachar, uh, you know, psuke uh, de zimra, korbanot, psuke de zimra, shacharit, etc. Mincha, arvid, tefilot shabbat. It's very. It's organized in an Arab way. Uh, in different categories, uh, according to the time of that you're saying it, like in each each uh, time, meaning to say there is a there is yemei chol, there is a shabbatot, chagim, and the uh, different chagim, and then he also um, separates it into whether this is something that even uh, a person, even if he is without a minyan, he says, or dafka when a person has a minyan, he says. And uh, we'll start and see the first thing that Rav Sadia Gaon is starting with. Any guesses? What would be the first prayer that Rav Sadia Gaon is giving us? Would it be Bikot Shachar? No. Rav Sadia Gaon starts with, you know, Hanetzachama. What do you have to say before uh, before Tfilat Amidah? There is Kriyatma. So he started with the with the with the Brachot of Kriyatma. Let me just uh, scroll down here. I'm sorry, it's just very weird for me to work with two computers, but you'll forgive me about that. Okay. <clears throat> so we'll see uh, what Rav Saadia uh, uh, writes. And this is Tfilat HaShachar LeYachid. This is another thing very interesting. Is that Rav Saadia, uh brings us a different Nusach, whether you are in a tzibu, or whether you're in a yachid. When you're in a yachid, well, let's look at the Birkat Kriyat Shema, the first bracha of the Kriyat Shema, eh, for somebody that is praying by himself without a tzibu. We'll read it. Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, Yotzer Or Vore Choshech, Ose Shalom Vore Takol, Hameir Laaretz Veladarim Aleha Berachamim Rabim, Vetuvo Mechadesh Bechol Yom Tamid Maase Bereshit, Baruch Atah Hashem, Yotzer Amerot. Uh, by the way, just a, uh, uh, I just want to say, I'm not a posek, so if anybody wants now to start saying that, Berkat uh, Yotzer, when he's in a hurry to work, so I don't know if it's uh, allowed to omit all the Kedushat Yotzer, <laughs> but uh, this is what Rav says, you know, when you're not with a tzibu, then you're not saying, um, you, you do not have to say the uh, the part of, um, the part of Tfilah, uh, that has to do with the kedusha, and the part and as as not only in the tefillah shmonai, so we have a kedusha, but we have a kedusha also in yotzer or. Nachol ve'afanim ve'chayot hakodesh beraj gadol mitnasim ve'omrim leunat zarafim shavrim ve'omrim baruch kavod Hashem komo kadosh kadosh Hashem tzavod nachol aratz kavodah ve'afanim ve'chayot hakodesh ve'chule. So that's what in a yachid there is no uh, obligation to say kedusha. And actually, you're not allowed to say Kedushat. That's why Afsan Adegon does not bring the Kedushat Yotzer when a person prays by himself. When a per- Why? And he, and he explains because saying a Kedushat, even in Yotzer, is obligation of a Tzibu and not, uh, and not of a Yachid. Okay. 
if uh, when we when we'll go to see the Tfilat Sibu, we'll see um, that he will bring the whole uh, the whole nusach of long uh, nusach uh, that we know with different. Uh, obviously, there are different words, etc. Because uh, so uh, more than a thousand years ago, and always the nusachim, uh, there are differences. Let's look a little bit about uh, the Shmona Esre. And we can see that the Nusach, uh, for instance, is there a little bit different than what we say. Lo Abraham, lo Yitzchak, lo Yaakov. El HaGadol HaGibor VeAnora, El Yon Gomel Chasadim Tovim Kone HaKol, Zohar Chasdei Avon, Vigo El Yvne, Lezaraam Achareem, Melech Ozer Umoshia Omagen. Also, in Ata Gibor, in the second bracha, I say, Mechayem Etim Berachamim Rabim, Rofei Cholim, Matir Asurim, Mishan Laevionim, things that we do not uh, necessarily, uh, we do not omit today. Because they are not a part of our uh, of our nusach. Another thing I would like to uh, uh, um, talk about Sidur of Sadia Gaon is that he also talks about the um, how should I say how what do you do with your body during the tefillah? What is your uh, what are you doing with your body? Are you sh- shaking? Are you lifting your hands up in the air or whatever? So let's see what he says, uh, for instance, on Osei Shalom. Osei Shalom in the end of Tefillat Shemona Esre. He says, you see, in the middle of the, in the, middle of the page, uh, he writes, V'le'achar ha-tefillah, k'shigorun ta-tefillah v'amur m'ashem tzuri b'gwali, posim le'achor shalosh p'tziot, k'mo sh'olchim le'achoreem ha'avadim ad sh'yetzu me'et sh'atiyah ha-melech. Meaning to say, like, why do we do these three steps? Is like the servants do when they bow in front of the king, when they leave the carpet of the king. So the whole, uh, it's not just, the tefillah is not just something that you're saying and expressing from the soul, but also your body is participating in different gestures as, uh, as, a, as, a, as a part of the tefillah. Another example, uh, if we go to the tachanunim, Meaning to say, which is not Shabbat, or not Rosh Chodesh, or not Hanukkah, not Chag. And now he explains to us, how do you do Nefilat Apayim? Do you see that? Uh, is it shared already, this uh, page? Or we're still... Uh, yeah? Okay. Meaning to say, he sits down, puts his left knee on the floor, and he sits half bent, and then he puts, he folds his right onto the left knee, meaning he explains to us, Exactly what is the position of our body? In a different nusach than uh, what we say today. The same thing you can see also in Sidur Rambam. He also talks about the different uh, positions uh, that we are saying the Tachanunim. Um, and this is something that is... Uh, is a parallel between the Harambam and Sidur Abzadiagon. We will speak a little bit later about the Sidur Rambam, and we'll see that they differ in many things. They're not so similar. They're actually more different than similar. 
And there is no reason to believe that the Rambam did not see Sidur of Sadegon, but he is, um, he doesn't say a thing about it. He's uh, basically mitalem um, from uh, from Gaon, and uh, I think uh, we'll see soon why is that. Okay. Now, also another thing with Rav Saadia Gaon, like we saw before, that he wants to explain what is obligated and what is a minhag, what you can say, what you're allowed to say, and what you're you are not you're not allowed to say. And what you must say. So he does different categories. And one of the things that you can see throughout the Sidhu that for him it's very important. Was it mentioned in the Gemara and Chazal or not? And if not, then you can't say a brachat that wasn't mentioned by Chazal. Um, um, or, or, um, or a bracha if you change the language from what Chazal decided. And we'll, we'll give another, uh, we'll give another examples about, about that. Then you shouldn't be saying that. Uh, but if you're doing some, if you add something, you add a little content that doesn't change the meaning of the bracha, then that is allowed. Or, for instance, he did not like when people add words that basically ruin the the shape of the bracha, the the extra wording that doesn't make any sense or or that is uh, redundant. Then he uh, writes not to say it. But you know, if you said it, it's not a it's not that you're not Yotzei Dechova. So, the Rasadi Gaon has a little bit of a problem. What is that problem? The problem is called Baruch Shamar. Every day, every morning, we say Baruch Shamar, which is a beautiful bracha, and uh, is a bracha that has a pticha be Baruch and siyum be Baruch, and it's a full bracha. What is the problem with Baruch Shamar? Any idea? Is not mentioned not in the Mishnah, not in the Gemara. So let's see how Rav Se'adia that sees that every all the Jewish communities are saying Baruch Shama. Let's see how he deals with that with Baruch Shama. So he wrote the following: Ve'itnadva umatenu likrot mizmorim misefer tishbachot hakadosh baruchu. So our our nation had volunteered. To say these, to read these mizmorim from Sefer Tishbachot Hakadosh Baruch from the Book of Phrases to God, which is Tehilim. Meaning to say, he says, "Listen, I'm seeing something here that is all across the Jewish nation." He says, "This is something that the whole nation decided to say." Then that's okay. And surprisingly enough, even Arambam, which we'll see, I hope we'll get to that which was a big fighter against different customs from the whole public. It doesn't, he's not so uh, moved by the fact that so many people does something. If it's a mistake, it's a mistake. But he also accepts, What is the shte brachot? The first bracha is Baruch Shama, and the, the second bracha is after, is a ishtabach. Meaning to say, when are we supposed to do that? After Birkot Ashacha, which is like the, the Shita of Harambam, or maybe Harambam is like the Shita of Sadia Gaon, that the Birkot Ashacha are being said, uh, connected to when 
uh, they are obliged to say, meaning to say, if you, when you put your shoes, you say, okay. when you start walking, you say, I'm not saying them uh, as a complete uh, uh, line of brachot, one after the other in Bet Knesset, like, uh, like some customs, but uh, we'll not, that's, a, that's a whole different topic that uh, maybe for another time. So let's see how is this Birkat Baruch Shama. Let's see how where, how does it start. And then now another surprise. See, Baruch Hashem Nukem Cholam Ha'ela Varachaman Ha'gadol Ba'Kadosh Ha'mulal B'fi Amok Bet Yisrael. It's a little bit different language. But where is Baruch Shama? I don't see the, I just see the Baruch I don't see the whole, uh, the whole introduction that starts Baruch Shama Ve'olam Baruch Hu, Baruch Omer Ve'oseh, Baruch Gozerum Kayem Ve'chule Ve'chule. Where is that? That we'll see only in Shabbat. In Shabbat, here I'll put, I'll uh, move to that page. In Shabbat, uberbekat psukei de zimra shomrim b'Shabbat b'Boker mosifim b'tchilata b'lashon zo. This is a this is a part of poetry. You say that if I'm if I'm if I'm giving commentary to to what the Sadi said in Shabbat, you have more time. There's time for poetry. Then you can add this Baruch Shamar Olam Baruch Hu Baruch Omer Vosevichule like what we uh, like what we say um, till this very day. Another example I would like to show you also Birkat Amazon. Uh, a lot of the things in Rav Sadia Gaon they are very concise and less repetitive. Uh, for instance, Birkat Amazon again. You'll see the bracha is very short. You have the meaning of the bracha, the, the gist of the bracha, the content of the bracha, and then you finish with it. You move to the, the next bracha. You do not repeat yourself in different ways. And the most interesting thing about it is that it stands in a complete benigud uh, muchlat. Uh, help me with the word benigud. Uh, complete contrast. Yeah, Dense. complete contrast to contrast. the fact that Rav Saadia Gaon himself was a poet, was one an extremely talented poet. He wrote, we'll see it in, in a little bit, in a little while. We saw, we'll see huge few team that he wrote. He wrote Our Hushanot, for instance, most of them is uh, of Rav Saadia Gaon. The Hushanot the Sephardim says today. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Uh, every day, and uh, he wrote huge putim uh, for Shavuot, for Shabbatot, etc. But again, he, say, he takes it in three levels. What you must say, what you're allowed to add if you want, and which is more like to extend it a little bit, to be more, to give more details, and what you're not allowed to say. And uh, Professor Robert Brody, which is one of the biggest uh, Geniza and Geonim uh, researchers, he pointed that in Rav Sa'adia, the closer the, the content, uh, the added content is to the words in the bracha, to the end of the bracha, to the Baruch HaTashem, he is more strict there, that there's not going to be any change with the Kavanah, etc. But uh, if they're in the middle of the bracha and they're elaborating a piece of it or they're adding a piece of it with different words, with poetry, so he's more uh, lenient. As opposed to the Birkat Amazon that is so short, look at the bracha la'oreach, the part of the, uh, when, uh, when you have, get, when a guest comes to your house in Birkat Amazon, he's supposed to add something. I think the, 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 the piece 
that the oreach uh, adds is longer than the whole Berkat Hamazon uh, of Rav Sadia Gaon. Okay. Now, uh, another uh, main example in our uh, talk tonight is in our speech tonight or in a shiur tonight is Rav Sa'adia's Gaon, Arvit Le Shabbat. Okay. Rav Sa'adia, if you will, uh, if you can see it already on your, uh, on your screen, writes the following. V'achare shegamarnu et filot hayamim aklalim, rotze lomar yemei achol vedinen, he's going to move about Shabbat, speaking about Shabbat. I'm reading the last three lines. After the Shkia, you read Kachma. Some people add the, uh, the, the memory of the Shabbat within the Brachot. And this is the Nusach that they say. And we can see, Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam, Asher Kila Ma'asav Bayom HaShvi, Vayikraya Hu Shabbat Kodcho, Me'erev Ad Erev, Itkin Menucha Le'amu Yisrael, Kirtzono, Golel Or Mipne Choshech, Vechoshech Mipne Or, Baruch Atah Hashem Ma'ariv Aravim. So we see in the first bracha, there's mentioning Shabbat, Asher Kila Ma'asav. Also in the second bracha, Leman Ahavat HaMusim, Natata Etz Shabbat, Chaim Shabbat, Kiddash Tamiyamim, Vota Etchalta Letmimim, Vahavat Chalot Asum Men Lulamim, Vechulik. And also in the brachot after, and says, and you see Shema Israel, meaning to say he tells you here you say Shema because he doesn't write uh, always the things that are repetitive. He just gives you a note that here you're supposed to say the Shema, and then Emet Emunatcha Bashvi Kiyamta Gazarta Dibarta Ikshavnu Beshamanu Zachol. This is going according to Aleph Bet Emunatcha Bashvi Gazarta Dibarta. You see the whole Aleph Bet is a poetry goes according to Aleph Bet. This is also about Shabbat. Also afterwards, etc., etc. The only um, congregation or kehila that says still the tefillat arvit of Rav Sadia Gaon, but only in the first bracha and the last bracha, is the, the Italian Jews. Bnei Roma, if you go to the, there are a few synagogues in Jerusalem of Bnei Roma and also in Italy, obviously, they still say the Arvich Shabbat in the unique way of uh, Rav Sa'ad Yagon. Okay, let me share with you another, um, now from the Rambam. Um, let me just see if we can. Okay. Um, you see, the Rambam was asked, um, the Rambam was very much against adding Piyutim. So somebody asked him the following, Are you allowed to add all, this, uh, uh, all these things? So the Rambam answers, you see the tshuva, completely in a contrast to Rav Sa'ad Yagon. It's a complete mistake and it's, 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 not, it's not allowed. I cannot allow, there's no way to allow this, uh, um, uh, this, uh, this uh, adding to Kriyat Shema. Why 
Another question, you will see again in the, the next question in the Rambam, Sheila Kufia. I did not show you it to you in the Sidur of Sa'ad Yagaon, but not only in Lel Shabbat, there is added brachot, but also in Motzei Shabbat, they added brachot, the, the brachot of Kashman, sorry, not added brachot, but uh, brachot that became, uh, that added, there is an added poetry to them. And the Rambam was asked about that, and he says, the answer, Now let me tell you, definitely Harambam really respected Rav Saadia Gaon. I don't know if he knew what we know today, that probably Rav Saadia Gaon not just put them in the Sidu, but some researchers, according to the, the Lashon, the Signon, the, the, the content, claims that they were written by Rav Saadia Gaon. But the Rambam says, To change the brachot of Kriyat Shema, in Shabbat, Vizulatan, meaning to say probably in the Moadim, Utaut Blisafek. But here in the second answer, the Rambam is a little bit more soft. Instead, since in your congregation people are holding to that, and then if you'll if you'll this saying if you'll stop saying it or you'll fight, it will become a machloket. You let it be. Meaning to say that this is already, these piyutim are pretty much not so terrible like other things that people add, and we'll speak about a little bit later what they add that made him really upset. They think that this is a deen, and then you can't, you can't ration with them and say this is not a part of the halakha, it's not a part of the sidu, and you shouldn't say it, so let it be. And if you're not going to be as the chazan that's going to say it, they'll bring another chazan to say it. So it's better that you will say it in the right way. And then the Rambam teaches them a trick. How should you say it? You're the chazan. What do you say? Meaning to, not to change the Lashon, the, the language of the Bracha, rather than to add it. Meaning to say to add them uh, one, uh, one after the other. Uh, same thing about Motzei Shabbat. Okay, let's go back to Rav Sa'ad Yegaon. So we saw uh, Rav Sa'ad Yegaon's tefillah uh, for Shabbat. Because of the timing, I'm not going to give many more examples. Um, I want to uh, stop on one, uh, two other topics with Rav Sa'ad Yegaon. Um, the Azarot. The first thing that I wanted to say is about the Azarot. We we just came out of Shavuot a few weeks ago. And Rav Sa'ad Yegaon writes that in different congregations, he sees that people are saying the Azarot in the Tfilah. And he writes, That the Chazan will say the, the, the main Taryag Mitzvot, this is a very ancient uh, type of azarot. We, like we say today, uh, 
והאזהרות אוף רבי שלמה אבן גבירול, אין שבועות, So they used to say, and back in that time, there's many, many azarot. It's, it's, it's also a whole, uh, a whole topic to itself. So I'm going to put different azarot. Not because I think that you must say Azarot, you must mention in the tefillah all the Tariag mitzvot in Shavuot. Uh, but people are used to that. That's what people in his time used to say. The inside the Shmona Yisra, like we say today in Yom Kippur, the Sfaradim say in Yom Kippur, different piyutim in the brachot inside the Amidah, besides the SYs. The Syrians do not say them. The Spanish Portuguese say a lot of them. and others say some of them. But back in the day, this is something that maybe we spoke about last time, maybe it's a, it's a topic for another thing, is where, how did they uh, add a PU team? Where did they uh, say PU team? And what type of PU team they used to say for everything there was? In Kriyat Shema, there were different, three, four different types of PU team for Shmonai, for, for uh, Shivata, which is in uh, Shabbatot, that you say only Sheva Brachot, etc., And they said, and, and in Shavuot, they would say Azarot in the, middle, in the middle of the tefillah. So he says, I'm going to put different Azarot because I want to, if we already sing Azarot, we should say the right ones. And he talks about how different, uh, different uh, rabbis uh, um, divided the different mitzvot. So he gives here, he writes here, he adds to the Siddur his own Azarot. You see, he brings three different types, three different uh, poems for Azarot, and each one of them is more magnificent than the other. So the first one that he's bringing is an Azarot that he himself wrote. It's called Et Hashem Eloich Atira. It's all going through the Aleph Bet, uh, through the Aleph Bet, and he has different uh, rhymes. You see, it's uh, or... or um, את השם אלוהיך תירא באותו תעבוד בתפילה, בכנפיך ציצית נצח, בפתחיך מזוזה סלע, כבד אלוהיך וכל לעירה מהם, כי אל נתן לנו גדולה. So the fourth stanza will start, the fifth one will start where the fourth ended, גדולה לזקניי וכולי, etc, etc. And not only that, but he says, okay, so for, this is for שחרית, what about מוסף? He has also Azarot from Musaf. And it starts, Baruch Atah Hashem Lokein Melcho Olam, Eloheinu Elavotenu Elavram, Elo Yitzchak, Elo Yaakov, Ha'ela Gadol Ha'gibor Ve'anura, Ele Leon, Ramu Moshe, Elkol Kone Barachamav Shamayim Ba'aretz, which is basically a Nusach of Eretz Yisrael, or a Nusach that we, they used to say when they said Piyutim for the Shemona Yisrael. The Chazan would start saying that. And then when he gets to the right Bracha, he adds... He adds the, uh, the Azarot. So this is another magnificent one that the Rav Sa'adia Gaon wrote. You see, the first word, it's in big, it's in bold, Elohim. You see the word Elohim? Can you see it or it's not yet on your... Uh, com- uh, maybe it's we not yet it on the... Uh... Yeah, we see it now. Elohim atal yom alazeh miyamim yamima. Elohim, and then you see Betzetcha, you see the big word Betzetcha, lower? Yes. You see the um, this Elohim, there's Betzetcha, there is, oh, I hope, uh, 
Okay, there is, and then you see Shir and Nishakeni. Underneath Elohim, a little bit diagonal Shir, and then Betzetcha, there is Nishakeni. If you look at it, the Ol Azarot, each beginning starts with a word from the Mizmor of Shavuot, Mizmor Samechet, Elohim Betzetcha, Meretz Mitzrayim, Echule. And the second, can you see it, or the Zoom got disconnected in the other computer? Now the screen got uh, disconnected. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Okay, here. You know what? Now it's uh, already uh, went on the cloud, so I can share it from this computer, and uh, that will be a little bit less uh, aggravating. Here. Uh, Excuse me. So uh, till it comes up, I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna um, um, speak about it a lot. But it's a really beautiful, uh, different view uh, team. Uh, we don't have a lot of time now. I, I think when are we supposed to finish? However long uh, the rav needs. Okay, yeah. So I'll start. I'll try and say uh, a few things about. Um, about the uh, Sidur Rambam. So after we saw that Rav Sa'ad Gaon has his shita, uh, Harambam went in a different, in a completely different shita. Harambam, uh, there's another manuscript also from the Huntington uh, collection, uh, Huntington 18, uh, that is including Sefer uh, Ahava of the Rambam, Sefer Madan Ahava, and that is a special manuscript. Why? Because of the end of that manuscript of uh, Mada Ahava, there's a famous signature of Rabbeinu Moshe ben Maimon, of the Rambam, that says, Hugami Sifri, there's a signature, Hugami Sifri, Ani Moshe ben Rabbi Maimon. That he, he, he signs his name. Why is that significant? Because, like any other Nusach Tfilah, one of the biggest problems we, 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 uh, we, we see in Nusachot Tfilah that comes from books of Rishonim, or, or mainly in books of the Talmud, or, or different manuscript fragments, uh, fragments of the Talmud or the Mishnah, uh, is that the, the person that the scribe uh, did not follow always what the author wrote, but he wrote the words uh, of the tefillah that were uh, accustomed in his, uh, in his community. He would, he, would, uh, he would remember from what they say in his community, he would fix quote unquote he would fix what the what the sage wrote uh, according to what is uh, known in his community so why this manuscript is important because the uh, the um the sidut Rambam, if you open mishneh torah after sefer ahava then there is uh, all the sidu of Rambam. he writes the whole tfilah he writes the whole sidu so till that manuscript was fine, found. If you would see the Gemara in Tfus Vilna, for Rambam in Tfus Vilna, the edition that was most popular, you will see that the Sidu Rambam, if you read it, it looks like an Ashkenazi Sidu completely. It's, it's uh, or not completely, maybe I'm exaggerating, but it's not giving us any indication of what really Sidu Rambam was. Maybe in other editions, I do not remember right now. Maybe in other editions, uh, you would be t- able to see it uh, uh, to see it uh, more uh, uh, more clearly, uh, but not in uh, but not in the uh, Tfus Vilna. 
So Sidur Rambam that is in Huntington, the problem is that it's written right after Rambam's signature that that book was copied from his from his own uh, from his own handwriting. So we do not know if really the scribe again changed from what Rambam wrote, and Rambam did not testify that was copied from his book. But it's it's pretty uh, we can we can assume. The Rambam, it was so close to his time, was in front of him. Probably the Nusach was close uh, to what to what uh, Rambam uh, said or what Rambam actually wrote. As opposed to Rav Saadia Gaon, we saw that Rav Saadia Gaon has poetry for every uh, Shabbat, for Motzei Shabbat in Berikot Kriyat Shema. Rambam does not have even in Shabbat morning. He doesn't have what we say, if you'll see in Sidur Ramban, uh, fr- pro- I'm sorry about a problem with my computer, I cannot show it, but if you open Sidur Ramban, and I think today you can see it online, uh, good uh, good versions of Sidur Ramban, then he doesn't have any difference between whether it's a Shabbat, Yom Chol, you say the same, you don't have all this, etc., etc. So Rambam Sidu, if, if to be brief, is very concise, very minimalist, and he does not accept all the different uh, poetry, uh, 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 broadening the tefillah in, in certain points. He does accept, and as I said, it's a little bit, it's, it's a wonder why he is accepting Baruch uh, Shamal. Probably it was completely, there was no... Nusach, or there was no Masoret without saying Baruch Shamar, maybe, and then he realized that this is a part of Tfilah. Maybe it doesn't did not come to us exactly how it became a part of Tfilah, but it's something that Kol Kal Israel uh, saying Baruch Shamar, and he did not omit that from his uh, from the uh, uh, from Sidura Brachot. Um, what else? Okay. Um, the Rambam, as we know, also um, had, like Rav Saad Yagaon, the orga- organizing the, uh, the Sidu of, uh, of Rambam is much closer uh, than what we are used to as a Sidu. He starts not with Berkot HaShachar, he starts with the words, He gives a little bit of things that already in his days, after Rav Sead Yagaon, people started adding different parts of Mishnah and Talmud and Zvachim uh, and all these things that we have also this uh, in the Sidu today. Why does he start with after Birkat Kohani? Because according to the Rambam, Birkat Ashachar is something that you're supposed to say only in the morning in your house, even before Netilat Yadayim, because you're saying that Exactly like what the Gemara says. You hear the the, the you hear your uh, the rooster uh, calls in the morning. Then you say You get out of your bed. You say Or you're getting dressed. You're saying the book together with the with the actual action. Uh, it's interesting, but the, that the Rambam's uh, uh, son, Rabbi Avraham, in his response, huh, he speaks about that, and he says that they, they used to say it in the in the synagogue uh, altogether. 
the, in the congregation, they would say the whole Bikot HaShachar as a set in Bet Knesset. And the son of the Rambam says, V'kvar bitalnu inyan zeim sh'ar minagot ha-ra'im she-bitalnu. We, we already, my father and myself, we already canceled that minhag, and we went back to the original minhag that you shouldn't be saying Bikot HaShachar in Bet Knesset. Has nothing to do with Bet Knesset. It has to do with your morning uh, routine. Um, we said something that, uh, you know, we can see Sidur of Stadia Gaon, we see Sidur Arambam, but do they give us a whole picture of what really Arambam said or what really of Stadia Gaon said? So the short answer and probably the right answer is no. And that is because uh, when Rav Stadia Gaon, he writes in the Sidur, he also mentions sometimes you know, I already wrote about this and this, but this is, we don't have to say it, so I'm not putting it here. Or he gives only a few examples from the Siddur. So you see that there, there is certain elastic, elasticity in Rav Saadia Gaon Siddur that says, you know, this is the point that you can add Piyutim. Here I'm giving you a few examples. This is either what people usually say, or this is a good uh, poem that I think should be, uh, should, be, should be recited if you want to recite a poem. But he leaves it open uh, for people, especially since he gives many times the directions inside the Sidul, uh, what is allowed to say, what type of things is allowed to say. There is an elasticity that in different congregations, they will add different uh, poems, different beauty. Harambam, however, um, is much more uh, canonized, I would say, the Sidur. It looks that it, the Sidur is closed, it starts, finishes, he writes all the tefillah, all the brachot, everything in an organized fashion, much more like the Sidur, like we know, it's one after the other. But then, if you'll open Hilchot Staka, there's something very interesting there. Today, in our version, when we say Nishmat Kol Chai, there's a version that we say if you open the Sidur Rambam, I have it in front of me. I just want to read it. Uh, the Nusach that he has, uh, that he has the, for uh, Nishmat. Um, yeah. בשבת נהגו כל העם להוסיף לפני ברכה, לפני השתבח, ברכה זו. זו נוסחה זה, this is the נוסח, נשמת כל חי תברך וכולי וכולי. כל ברך לך תכרה, I'm skipping obviously, I'm getting וכל ברך לך תכרה, וכל קומה לפניך תשתחווה, וכל הלבבות יראוך, והקרביים והכליות יזמרו לשמך, כדבר שנאמר, קל עצמותיי תאמרנה השם מחמוך, המציל הניר מחזק ממנו, ואני ואביון מגוזלו. ונאמר, רננו צדיקים בהשם לישרים לתהילה, בפי ישרים תתרומה, בספרי צדיקים תתברך, וכולי וכולי. But in Elchot Staka, the Rambam says, he, bring, he does a mistake that is it's, it's a wonder how, you know, we know the Rambam that was an unbelievable memory, an unbelievable scholar, and so precise, and, and never each word of his, well, he, he weighed each word, he did, he did a mistake. He says in Ilchot Tzedakah, when he talks about the, the importance of Tzedakah, he writes, 
like he wants to bring sources from the from the Tanakh. What's the problem with that? A, it's not a part, it's not written in the Tanakh. And he writes it as though as a quote from the Tanakh. It's a poem. And B, it's a poem from, it's a part, it's a stanza from a poem from Nishmat Kol Chai, but not in the version that the Rambam brings us in the Sidu. So basically we can see that even with the Rambam himself, we can see that the Sidu is not still 100% formed, blocked, sealed, but we can see the guidelines of, of these uh, both stages. So I think we'll conclude our, uh, our Shi'ur tonight with that. And uh, that really, uh, I would highly recommend for anybody that is interested in that topic to download or to buy, to purchase the Sidu of Sadia Gaon is a very important introduction to understand our tefillot, how they formed the different levels of you must say, it's okay to say, you shouldn't say, and uh, the sidu of Arambam, obviously, but which is much more similar to our sidu. But also, if you look into that, you can see really how Arambam really went on the minimalistic way. You know, this is what we're saying, this is what the... Some of it, he says, okay, the whole nation is is saying that. So basically, he hints to us that we also should be saying that. But the Sidhu is very, uh, very, very organized. Uh, there's a lot to speak more about, especially about Sidhu of Sadia Gaon. Uh, but uh, if there is any questions, we can uh, uh, we can answer them uh, now. Thank you so much, Chacham. Um, I think there is a question in the chat box. Oh, Joshua sorry. Fitterman. Fitterman. Interesting. I cannot see it. It says. Should I read it? Yeah, please read it. It says, please answer on your shield due time. Um, hear your thoughts on how much Rasag Sidur represents the customs of Bavli versus Eret Israel at the time. I know Rasag was thought to have I'm curious about your scholarship on it. Okay, so really there is few indications that saw, sh- shows us that he was very familiar with Torah Eretz Yisrael, a few verses that he uses from Torah Eretz Yisrael, few customs, for instance, he's talking about a uh, Tvila, I didn't show it to you, I can show it to you now on the uh, uh, share screen, uh, I can go back to Sidur of Saad, yeah. Uh, for instance, there he writes about the um, um, the bracha on the uh, on the tvila uh, be'erev uh, yom kippur. He writes that in erev yom kippur. Wait a second, let me just see where I left the uh, the comments on it. Then I can find that. Um, I'm not going to take more from your time. But he writes that the uh, Rav Sadia writes that before uh, in Erev Yom Kippur you should go to the mikveh and you should say a bracha on that uh, on that fila, which is a is Eretz Israel custom. And there's a- other verses that he uses um, that he uses the words that from Minag Eretz Israel. But basically his halacha, his shita is very much Babylonian. We have a question in the chat by Netanel. Uh, do you think the minimalist Sidur teaches an ethic that tefillah doesn't need to be long in order to be meaningful or that by fulfilling the obligations quickly, 
so to speak, that the intention was to allow more time for personal prayers during Tefillat Tzibur. I think that no, the, the personal praying during Tefillat Tzibur, vaday vaday no, because they we have to remember that for them the most important part of the Tefillah was the Tefillat Tzibur. Many people did not say any Tefillah beyachid. If we'll go, if we'll uh, look at the Sidur, um, Rakshia, let me just see in the Rav um, Saadia. Uh, I want to show you about his special, uh, his special tefillot. He writes there that if people, if somebody, I remember I said about these two, two, uh, two tefillot that he wrote, two bakashot. Beautiful bakashot, basically the bakashot that we say in Yom Kippur, Lechayeli, Teshukati, or Elohai al Tedineni Gemali in Rosh Hashanah, they both follow this thing that Rav Se'ad Yagaon invented, which is a bakashot leyachid, which is a, a tefillah, a personal tefillah that a person could say, here, here it is, uh, you can see it, on, can you see the screen or it's not, it's not shared? No, I see it. it you see it? Okay. Yes. So I want to show, wait, 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 here. Okay. Here. He writes, V'im atzibu mitasef le'at, asur la'yachid lemaher velekadem oto velitpale levado. If the tzibu is coming slowly, slowly, you should not be, uh, you should not be running ahead, ahead of yourself and, and, uh, and uh, saying the bracha. You have to wait for them. Like if you already davened by yourself, but you came to Beit Nesef for a minyan. But So if you already davened and then you see the tzibur praying their tefillat lachash, uh, he can again do his tefillat lachash with the tzibur. But since he already said the, the prayer, he needs to add something new to this tefillah. Like if you want to say, if you want to pray to God a few times a day, you can say Shmonaisre over and over again. Because we do not have in our tradition any tefillah besides the Shmona Esri. He can ask in the night or day, whatever he wants. And here he writes that the following is, is very important. If somebody wants to add to the Shmona Esri, but he doesn't understand, he doesn't know how to compose a, a, a prayer. Instead of getting close to Hashem, he will be putting himself far from Hashem because he doesn't know how to speak correctly. He doesn't know what to ask. For, therefore, I made a bakasha. I wrote a, a, a personal prayer in two versions. It has all the important components, the praising Hashem, admiring Him, vidui, asking for forgiveness, asking for success, asking for the uh, redemption of Am Yisrael. 
תקיפה יותר מחברתה. And the other בקשה is more strong. Why? שתהיה הקלה, the, 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 the more soft ברכה, the more soft בקשה, sorry, will be לשבתות וחגים וימי שמחה, והחזקה והקשה, I mean the more powerful, will be לימי הצום וכיוצא בהם. וארשום תחילה הפשוטה שבהם. So look at that, look at the beautiful בקשה. By the way, when I did the Koren Sidur, I added it to the Sidur because it's such a beautiful, really, Ibn Ezra writes about these בקשות of Sadia Gaon, שלא חיבר אדם כמוהן מעולם. Nobody managed to get to that high level of um, pouring your heart to Hashem in such beautiful words and such understandable words. So the first בקשה starts, אתה השם לבדיך, אחד מתנסה לכל ראש, מנרומם על כל ברכות. And he praises Hashem, and then he talks about the weaknesses of a person and what he is asking for Hashem and the success. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I highly recommend to download the Siddur, even just for these two uh, Bakashot. You can see they start in uh, page number, I think, Mem uh, Dalet or something, or maybe I'm wrong, maybe Mem Zayn in Siddur of Sadiqon. So for, as for your question, so it's not that to say... Uh, Uh, while the Chazan says another bracha to say uh, more uh, more bakashot, but rather than to um, uh, rather than to say the real what you need to say, and if you want to add, there's a way to add. You add it either by the Chazan. The Chazan says a beautiful piyut, or you add, but not when they're doing the Chazarat Hashans. Anyone else? Last questions? I'll ask one last question, which is, if we have access to the Sidurim of the Geonim and we see that they had a certain matkon, like a certain way of that the, that Hachazal gave us ki berachot, then how, how did that change and how are we allowed to change that? Like Rambam always says, um, do anyone who changes from the format that Hazal gave, it's, a, it's not, you know, it's, it's pasul. Okay, so, um, so what, uh, what you're asking is a very important question. And the question, what is the means is the kavana that you change really the wording or you're changing the content, the idea that's behind it? And that's a debate. And as I said, according to Rav Sa'adia, the closer you get to the bracha, the more you have to keep it Uh, concise and up to like what Chazal said, you know, not to add if we had time, I could have shown you uh, uh, examples of that, uh, that uh, for instance, in Birkat Hashanim or in Birkat Me'en Sheva that we say after Shabbat, so the Gemara says not to add there about and not to, if it's like happens to be also Rosh Hashanah, so you're not adding about Rosh Hashanah in Bracha Me'en Sheva so that he says not to do Or, or, or if you say, um, you know, there used to be in the Nesach Eretz Yisrael, they didn't have a Bonei Yerushalayim and Matzmiach Keren Yeshua as a different two brachot, but one bracha. Baruch Atah Hashem, Elohei David u'Bonei Yerushalayim. So that is, is against She'en Chotmim B'Shtayim, so they did not say it. And Rav Se'adia Gaon, for instance, uh, that's a great example, and thank you for the question. Or Chadash Al-Tzion Ta'i, Minhag Ashkenaz, אז ברכת יוצר המאורות, איזה אור חדש על ציון תאיר ונזכר כולנו לאורו, ברוך אתה השם יוצר המאורות. רב סעדיה, 
one of the fragments and the, 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 that were left in the Gniza, we can't see it in the Sidu, but in another part of the Sidu or, or another bit of the Sidu that uh, survived in another fragment, he says that you're not allowed to say Ochadash Why? Because the bracha of Yotzer Or is to uh, thank God about the light that we see, the sun, the, la- the light of the sun, not the light of the Mashiach. Ochadash you changing completely the meaning of the bracha. And that's why he wrote to say, something like Spanish Portuguese says, but that, well, that was his, uh, that was his, uh, the Hashem made the, uh, uh, the, this is, this is the light, not uh, the light of the sun, not the light of the Mashiach. So it's not always the length or it's, or, or, or how, poetical it is, but more whether you're with the content. Harambam, as opposed to him, was very worried about it because he says that you have to go for Tzibu, you're going according to the weakest person there. They're old people, they're people that do not always understand, and if you're going to bombard them with Piyutim, so the main thing they would not pay attention to, and they will pay and, and by the time you'll finish you need to get to Kriyachma they'll be gone already or they'll lose their, or he says they started chatting during the PU team. He has a whole list of, uh, he has, uh, the Rabbam has different six chuvot about, we saw two of them today, but uh, but he has uh, different six chuvot all the time that, uh, uh, that he that he's regarding um, uh, the different hafsako, the different uh, problems with the, uh, with the PU team. I was talking before about the Azharot. I just want to show another thing that if, if we have another minute, the uh, Rav Saadia Gaon brought into the Siddur three different, beautiful, very, very long, elaborate piyutim for Azharot for uh, Shavuot that they said in the middle of uh, Chazarat Hashatz. But the Rambam, as opposed to that, in Sefer HaMitzvot writes, why is the one of the reasons that he wrote Sefer HaMitzvot? He, wrote, he writes the following in the Hakdama for Sefer HaMitzvot. V'chen, b'chol et shamati et ha'azarot rabot ha'mispar shenitchabu etzlenu b'se'eret sfarad, ne'efchu tziray alai. Whenever I hear this azarot, I get very, very upset. Mechamat ma sh'raiti mipirsum ha'inyan v'tpashtuto, everybody is saying azarot. V'afal pi she'en la'ashimam. You can't blame them. Why? Because whoever wrote these azarot, they are paitanim, they are poets, not chachamim, not rabbis. Like they, they were artists and they did, they made it beautiful and they made different, uh, uh, they, it, it rhymes. But they all, whoever wrote the Azarot, went according to the Shita of Baal Alachot Gdolot. And, and that's wrong. And he says, what, what is the problem that in our generation, well, we can say it about each generation, uh, people, the, the Ramam continues and says, they all think that, oh, if that sage uh, that was uh, in the olden days said that, that's probably the right thing to say. So because of the Azarot <laughs> that Rav Seadia said, oh, it's beautiful and the different ones, he, he doesn't say you must say it, but he sees that the congregation likes it and he writes himself few beautiful, very, very long ones. It'll take you 40 minutes just to read it, not to uh, uh, not to say if you want to sing it, one shachrit, one from Musa, two from Musa, if I'm not uh, correct, if I'm not wrong, is uh, an alternate one. Um, so Rambam says, you know, this 
got him to write a book against it, which is called Sefer HaMitzvot. Okay, so uh, if there's no more, if there's any other thoughts or... Uh... Yeah. Okay, so uh, we'll end it over there. Thank you so much, everyone, for thank coming. You, thank you, thank and, you. Uh, thank you so much, Chacham, for taking the thank time. You. And we can learn, we can take a lesson from these two huge Chachamim, you know, that each one went according to his... Uh, Shita, and we see that there's a lot of different uh, ideas and shitot uh, and chachmei Israel, and may Hashem grant us that we we'll learn about our chachamim, follow their ways, and uh, see their different shitot. Uh, All the best. Thank you very much for listening. Can I ask you something? Yes. I love your, I love your library. Thank um, you. I want to know if you are Moshe or Benayahu, no, or who your father was.